We don't have to apologize for setting boundaries. We don't have to apologize for speaking up for what we need. If I'm having a verbal altercation with someone and I want them to walk away and leave, I'm going to tell them I want you to walk away and leave. So one of the first things that we teach in Impact is how to hold your body, how to carry yourself with confidence and awareness. Because what your body language um, says to other people is, you know, I'm confident. It's is it can be a deterrent. If someone's looking for someone who looks vulnerable and I'm not standing there looking vulnerable, I'm standing there looking confident and powerful and calm, that can be a deterrent in and of itself. And even if you don't feel confident, if you look confident, you fake it till you make it. (laughs) So we're going to start with what's called awareness stance. You're going to have your feet underneath you, hip width apart, shoulders back and down, head up. And then you're just going to bring your hands up. And we bring our hands up because it takes the body a quarter of a second to respond to visual stimulus. I need to get my hands ready to um, get into ready stance or block something. It's going to take me less time to do it from here than if my hands are down here. So you bring your hands up and I can have a conversation. This could be very de-escalatory. Hey, you know, I don't want any trouble. Hey, you know, I really just want to keep walking, whatever it is. It looks very calm, but I know in my head that my hands are here because I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm in awareness stance. Now, if I notice something that is potentially dangerous or I feel like I need to set a strong boundary with someone, then we step into what's called ready stance. It's one foot back. Keep them about hip width apart, feet facing straight forward. And you're going to bring your hands up, elbows in. Now, this is recognized anywhere in the world. It means stop, back up, go away. This is our physical boundary. And if you face anyone like this, they're going to want to take a step back. If anything, it tells them, look, I mean business. I want you to leave me alone. And it shows that we are confident and something may happen if they continue doing whatever they're doing. You know, it's, it's a very strong body language. And then when we step back into ready stance, we yell no. And we yell versus scream because screams are high pitched and they're, they're tight and they sound scared. And we want to have power. So when yeah. we step back into ready stance in classes, we always yell no because yelling no is our anchor and it tells us to fight. So if you're stepping back into ready stance in real life, you may not yell no right away. But if someone is approaching you and you've told them three times, I want you to back away and they don't, no! If someone approaches you, tell them to stop right there. Stop right there. No. That's close enough. That's close enough. I said stop. I said stop. Get into ready stance and say no. No! Keep your face neutral. Tell them back away. Back away. And just watch him as he goes. He's retreating. Let him go. And good job. So, I have always heard about, you know, don't wear your hair in a ponytail or in a bun, Um, especially at school. They were always, don't go out at night and don't, you know, so hair was always down. Is that true or not true? So, one of the myths of self-defense that we hear a lot is people tell women that we shouldn't wear our hair in ponytails. We shouldn't wear our hair in braids. We shouldn't make it easy for someone to grab us. At Impact, we don't believe in in don'ts. We want to give people ways that they can live their life without feeling they have to limit it. And we think things like that are silly because if someone is going to attack you, they're going to do it whether your hair is in a ponytail or not. And you shouldn't have to change what clothes you wear, what shoes you wear, what hairstyle you wear, walking out the door thinking, oh, if I wear this, I'm going to be assaulted. So if I'm out walking and someone grabs my ponytail, right, that can be really scary. It's coming from behind. And wherever the head goes, the body goes. So go ahead and give me a tug. All right? So right now, Heidi's got control of me. So what I want to do is I want to take that control away. All I'm doing is just clamping her hand to my head. Now try to pull my head. 
All right, so now I have a little bit more control. Now I want to get out of this. So one thing that I can do is I know I can take one hand and I can do a reverse groin strike. And once I do that, that would most likely break the grab and then I would come back into my ready stance and then I could have a confrontation fight. Or, you know, you're going out. What, what, what about that? Because, like, that's a disadvantage if someone comes up and spiked stilettos. Disadvantage for who? For them, the woman, or for the person that is silly enough to try to attack her. Because you take the heels off and you pretty much have an improvised weapon. And a foot stomp with a heel is quite painful. So, um, yes, I've absolutely heard that myth of women don't wear high heels or be careful when you wear your heels when you go out. Go out. Live your life. If I need to have a confrontation with someone and I'm in heels, heels come off. I'm in my ready stand. Have you seen any crazy stories that keep you inspired about like continuing to teach? I travel all over the world for work and sometimes for pleasure. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> and I travel by myself and there has yet to be a place where I go where I haven't felt like I could handle myself. And I was actually followed in Peru one time. I was there a couple years ago and I noticed some guy following me in the marketplace wow. and I Waited because I wanted to make sure. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is actually happening. Okay. So then he came around the last pillar, and I faced him in ready stance. And I, we just had a stare down for about 10, 15 seconds. Wow. And you know what he did? He walked away. He walked away. Ah, Turned around and walked, right. away. walked away. So, so what would you tell women who are maybe this is the only exposure they have to self-defense with this video? What would you say to them? I would tell any women watching this video right now that you are worth fighting for. Your life is worth fighting for. A lot of times we give ourselves permission to fight for someone else. You know, women that have kids or younger siblings or babysitting someone. We ask them sometimes in class, what would happen if someone went after your kid? What if someone went after your younger sibling or the person you're babysitting? Instantly, they're like, oh gosh, mama bear. I would, I would end them. That would be it. And it's like, great. Give yourself permission to do that for yourself. It's in there. So, of course, this is only the tip of the personal safety iceberg. Where can we find more information on classes? How can we follow you and Impact Personal Safety? So, Impact Personal Safety has a website that has our full list of classes, schedule. We have lots of summer classes coming up, intro workshops, uh, women's basics workshops, men's basics workshops, kids classes. So, a lot of options. You can find them at www.impactpersonalsafety.com. We also have an Instagram at Impact Personal Safety, and we have a Facebook page at Impact Personal Safety as well. Wow, yay. You can also follow me on Instagram at Nicole Empowers. Yes, she does empower. (laughs) Yes, she does. Well, thank you so much. You all are lovely. Now we're strong. Yes, we're strong. (laughs) Heck yes. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Do not meet this woman in a dark alley. I am just saying. She will end you. (laughs) Yes. That was amazing. Yes, Heidi. That was so, so, so enlightening. I, like I said kind of in the intro, I had no idea that I could be in my own power and use my words mm-hmm. <laughs> to kind of, like, protect myself. Yeah. And I just feel like now I feel so much more confident because, like, you know, even when I was demonstrating the moves or whatever, it was actually, like... You know, it's hard to, like, you think, oh, yeah, I'll just, like, kick them in the groin and run away. And it's, like, 
the, the physical activity of it is actually like harder and you actually do have to practice that. Yeah. But like just knowing that like I can scare someone off with my words by proving that I'm not an easy target is yeah. like so much more empowering to me. I don't know. What do you think? Well, absolutely. I, um, when we were doing it, I just kept thinking about uh, an experience I had in the Ozarks. The Ozarks? In the Ozarks of Arkansas, because Ooh. I did a Havsies, Arkansas and Texas. Mm. Um, but I will never forget, I was in Branson, Missouri with my mom. And I was trying to do laundry, and they directed me to this, like, the actual laundry room where they do their sheets and stuff for the hotel it was or I made a wrong turn and just ended up they gave me instructions to the laundry room though so I went in there and I was like well I guess I'll try to use it on this and I left the door wide open and my mom was sitting in the car outside to make sure you know I'm safe I I was like I was a teenager I was around I was around the corner at the dryer and I had put something in and just like out of the corner of my eye I saw someone coming in the room I heard something and this like I just stopped and I saw this guy coming in the coming it was so terrifying coming in the room with a red solo cup he was obviously ready to party and he was shutting the door and um and I just like fight or flight totally kicked in and I remember absolute terror like that that she Nicole I appreciated talk, talking about um the freeze they talk about fight flight or f- it's freeze like you are so petrified in that moment you don't know what to do and the only voice you can listen to is your still small voice your intuition because there's like no one to call on And I remember him coming and closing the door and knowing in that moment that that was going to be a bad situation for me. I like looking for, there's nothing, no phone, nothing. And I said, hello. And he said, Hey, you know where a bar is? And he was between me and the exit and I could see my mom there and it threw like, she had no idea. And I said, and I just started walking. I walked right toward him. I didn't know what else to do, but I knew the minute he got that door closed, I was right. done. So I walked right at him and I said, Mom, he wants to know where a bar is. Right. And the guy was so, um, was not expecting me to come at him like that. Right. And I wasn't either. Yeah. I had, I was so scared and I, and my voice is the only thing that got me out of that situation. And, um, I don't think I even would have thought that, that, that would have been how I got it. I, I yeah. was so scared. Um, I don't think that I talk a lot of, we both have with guys Like guys don't understand what it is to be a woman. I feel like we had the episode where yeah. you were talking about when you yell at me on the street that's not a healthy, like I get scared by that. I don't feel complimented, but, um, I don't think a lot of men understand just how scary it is to be a woman in the world. And, um, and I appreciated her when you were doing your demonstration, uh, with Austin, I, there were moments where I could tell like you were, um, you were kind of laughing or whatever yeah. because it's, it's awkward. Yeah. It's awkward for us to talk in that way. Right. Um, but if you don't 
practice it or you, you don't give yourself the opportunity to have that voice, you, you won't, in that moment, you won't know where, you don't know what to do. And, um, well, someone obviously like by being loud and causing a ruckus, like that you are no longer like an easy target. Yeah. I don't think people are, are looking for a fight or they're, they're not looking for a difficult situation. So mm-hmm. if you become a difficult situation, you immediately like, you know, yeah, become less of an appealing target. Yeah. But if you're quiet and you're still and you're, you know, you're, you become much more easily to target. But, you know, all that to yeah. say, it is not the victim. No. That is at fault. Ever. Anyway, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Like, you know, these are important tips and tricks. I mean, mm-hmm. she didn't want to call them tips and tricks, but these are important, you know, just ways to help you be aware of stuff, but it is not up to you. It's not your fault that you're being targeted. No. It's not your fault that that there are evil people in the world that want to take advantage of other people. You know, it's just, there just are, yeah, there just are terrible people and it's them that are bad. It's them that are horrible. Yeah. And there's ways that we can kind of protect ourselves against it. And that's kind of what this episode was about. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it's not your fault. No. And you're worth it. You're You're worth worth fighting for. Yeah. I, I was uh, <laughs> in a relationship with someone uh-huh. that we had a big, like, argument because he thought if anyone ever tried to attack me that I would get hurt because I'd fight back. Um, what? And he, I was like, you want me just to lay there? And he's like, well, yeah, because then nothing would happen. Or, you know, you could get over. And I was like, hmm. this relationship's over. Um, Interesting. But you know what? Sometimes that may be the only thing that you can do like Mm -hmm. you know that if you don't that would you would die you know that there's that's a really a real thing but you are worth fighting for you are worth doing what you need to do to survive yeah yeah exactly Mm -hmm. whatever that that may be and I just really loved how she was talking about you know you can't move through the world in fear you have to just live your life and Mm -hmm. you know utilizing some tactics that can help you when you are living your life is right. great but you know it's yeah it was really empowering and um, you were amazing me yeah when Why? you stood up there and you were like when Screaming? you really got in your voice and you were like yeah <laughs> when I could tell that like you know Casey is gonna end somebody <gasps> Yeah. It's helped me, honestly, since we filmed that. I, I've been walking around and, like, you know, she, she off camera, she told us that looking people in the eye yes. is a huge deterrent to people because they they now know that you're aware. Mm-hmm. I've started doing that. Me and, too. And I've started being, like, owning my space and, like, mm-hmm. taking, taking notice of who's around and letting them know that I see them. Mm-hmm. And it actually makes me feel more empowered because I'm not really moving through the world like trying to hide. I'm actually moving through the world trying to take up space Mm -hmm. because I know that that is actually more safe. Yes. Yes. Ironically. Yeah. That's really (laughs) good. I agree. I'm the same exact way. Yeah. I think my instinct has always been to be small and to to disappear and to not be seen and not mm -hmm. to call attention to myself. And, like, that's actually the complete opposite of what she was saying. She was like, be loud, be big, be be something that is calling attention because that is what is actually safer. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess. (laughs) 
Well, yeah, and I think, you know, for uh, you're definitely not going to be the one that's the target because of... The, right. And not... Gosh, that sounded horrible. Right. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that horrible? That yeah. the one... Like, we're all sitting ducks. It's horrible. It's horrible. It, it's sad. I would really love to see a world in the future where... Where we don't feel like sitting ducks all the time. But mm-hmm. it is, like, crazy that we all... That's how we feel. Yeah. We all feel like at any moment, mm-hmm. there's <laughs> some person, yeah. you know, taking advantage of us. And it's like, I hope that in the future we can laugh at that thought. Yeah. But it's unfortunate that now we do have to have training. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. Maybe humans are just always going to be humans and be horrible. But, 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 you know, it's like any, it's not even like just men or women, like men are targeted as well, you know? So it's like these tactics, I think that their place actually does have different, um, classes for, you know, what men can do in situations versus what women can do in situations. Um, but you know, I, it, like this is, there, there's a lot of men that experience, trauma and sexual trauma and are are harassment and are taken advantage of and Mm. you know they're like this isn't just a space to talk about what women can do in those situations absolutely i think those tactics can be like if a a young boy is being targeted and you know i think those tactics might apply to i mean she didn't say this and we didn't ask that so i don't want to like you know put that on there but you know that could be useful being loud and being absolutely like can be a deterrent oh yeah i think either gender absolutely because i i think too well she talked as well i can't remember if it was on camera off camera about she trains kids she trains children about how you know stranger danger oh my gosh i'm gonna cry because just thinking about oh just thinking about kids having to do that and needing to know that information, you know, to, because they're so vulnerable and it's just like, you know, I, I, wow, I just like had a realization that like, yeah, I'm a woman in the world, but there are people who, there are kids who are more vulnerable who really need to know this. Oh my gosh, I'm crying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just important and it's important and don't prey on people. <laughs> yeah. And maybe I think to another point along the same lines is that it's not a gender thing. Yeah. It's a, um, power thing, a power thing, because we talked about this in one of our other podcasts is that rape in itself and not, I'm thinking about sexual harassment as well, but rape specifically is not sexual. Mm -hmm. It is a power struggle. It is a crime of power. It is someone that feels powerless in their life trying to dominate another person. And and you look, you know, back in the Middle Ages, you humiliated another man by defiling his wife. Mm-hmm. You, uh, what is that? Um, the Liam Neeson, Jessica Lang, Rob Roy, he rapes his wife to wound the man. Like you, because mm-hmm. we were property. Yeah, it's about power. Yes. Yes. And, you know, my mom was raped. And when it happened, it was at a moment when she was sharing about the person that she was in love with. Mm. And it 
clearly like this guy was intimidated by that and when he did it she was a gospel singer and he said you'll never sing again like it was a, it was about crushing her it was about taking her down and being the most powerful person in the room um it hmm. but that applies to men and women yeah and and there are so many mm, gay straight bi trans whoever you are you know take that space like Casey said show up in the world and do what you have to do because you are worth it yeah you're worth it (laughs) I'm crying (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh my gosh alright so stay safe guys stay safe and thank you for listening be bold be brave be a fighter how do we sign off Uh, Uh, you're Casey uh, okay. <laughs> it's hard to do because it's so, so emotional, so but thanks for listening. Uh, again, we have a, a YouTube channel when we really love this wow section. It's kind of You're our... hyperventilating. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're crying. Um, we're crying. But we do, we have, we're hoping to do a lot more of these, especially our, our video segments that kind of deep dive into these, these discussions we have one coming up about diversity um and hopefully one about gun control and yes. all of that so we're um check us out subscribe to us on youtube uh, to watch the video portions of this and uh, we also have sketches and funny stuff that we do too so check us mm-hmm. out we're also on instagram we um, are funny it just sounds really depressing because right? <laughs> we're, we're like no, oh we're the world <laughs> well comedy comes from pain so there it's you go true. that's <laughs> why we're hysterical yeah, <laughs> even funnier um so yeah check us out on instagram at the blonde jokes and all of that we're also on patreon if you want to <laughs> send us some money it <laughs> 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 sounds graceful um but anyways, I'm Heidi. Where are the, the blonde, blonde jokes? Blonde jokes. Blonde jokes. <laughs> That's Entertainment Podcast Network. Entertainment and culture. Artist owned. Fan supported.